0: Jim, James, Tim, what's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff.
1: <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord, trip. Lord, really?
2: I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind
1: of like a real guy.
0: How oh, are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth.
2: Oh, Jeffrey.
0: If you don't love Lord, you're F and F.
2: Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey
3: Lord. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the Funky Town Podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. You're in a good mood tonight. we got a big show. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. Have a seat. All right. Everybody comfortable? This is going to be a good one tonight, man. I can tell you what. I'm really excited to bring this show to you. Not only do we have really great music, we have a fantastic guest. Um, tonight's guest is Jacob Furr. I'm assuming you already know before you listen, but in case you didn't, in case you just kind of hit play and see what happens, and tonight's guest is Jacob Furr, local singer-songwriter. Um he's been, he's been doing it for a long time. He's got tons of music out, but we haven't heard anything from him in a few years. And so, um, he posted this week that he had a new song coming out and I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta talk to Jacob Fur. I got a really good excuse to talk to Jacob Fur. not that I need a good excuse. You know, I could have him on at any time. And I wanted to, I thought about it. you know, I could just have, there's a few people out there that I just really like, I think are super interesting and, um, they may not have anything new out at the time, but, I still like them and they're still working so um he's one of those folks and i was thinking about having him on but anyways he released a new song called take care so we're going to spotlight that um it'll be the second half of songs um we're going to have three songs and then we're going to have the interview and then after the interview we'll play his new song and then a song by um clayton smith from um you may know him from um the Rye Boys, or um, the band Laredo, or maybe as a solo artist. But he has a song called A Plea for Help, and it's really great. So we'll play that one, and then after that we're going to close out the show with Katsuk, A Light Ahead. Now the last three songs I kind of put together, those three songs in that order, um, because this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And after the tragedy that's happened this weekend and alan um and then more talk about mental health it's a good time as any to play it right and i was already going to play it anyways before all this nonsense happened um got me thinking about it last week with the jerry johnson massacre doing their show that zach on and they got into some mental health stuff and it's the perfect month for it like i said it's mental health awareness month and um the show was pretty heavy and it got me thinking about a lot of stuff and a lot of A lot of my friends, I have a few friends who I often worry about um, doing something to themselves or other people um, just because they're going through hard times and I worry about my my friends and stuff. I love them. So those last three songs are kind of like a time to just kind of like, you know, think about stuff, take care, you know, um, take care of yourself, take care of these things you know the song is really beautiful that way the plea for, for for help is a really good song with some really good lyrics in there and then of course with, with Dana katsu to light at the end um or light up ahead um it's a really good way to end the show so the last three songs i you know hope you can kind of focus and you know kind of take that in for what it's worth and if for any reason you are out there and you are kind of going through a hard time and sometimes your thoughts make you nervous or scared there's places to get help you can find it online On Twitter, on Facebook, you can reach out to me. If you have my phone number, call me, text me. If you don't, you can reach me through the Facebook pages or Twitter, or however which way. But talk to somebody, you know, get some help. We need we need you around. We need you around to fight this good fight. All right, we need all the good people we can have. So don't do anything crazy. If you need help, get help. Now, the first part of the show from here forward, we're gonna have a little bit of fun. Uh, We got some really good stuff coming up before the interview. Um, we're going to hear a song, a brand new song from Keegan McEnroe called Old Road. Um, he's got a new album coming out pretty soon, I think in the next few months or whatever. And so he's got, um, a new song from the new album and it's called Old Road, Old Road. And it's great, I man. As soon as you hear it and it kicks in and Keegan starts singing, and you're like, ah, wow, what a cool voice. What a cool dude. What a great song. Um, before that, it's going to be, uh, R- R- Remy Riley. And she had, she did a song a couple of years ago with the Vandaliers. It's called burn. And it's so awesome. It's so great. She's got a brand new song out. I was going to play it, but I really want to have Remy on as a guest maybe in the next couple weeks or so. So I'm going to save her brand new song to play for when, she, hopefully if she comes on, we'll play it then. But until then, I do want to play this one because it's just so kicking. It's just, it's a great song. I love her voice. I love the way it mixes the, the Vandaliers in it. It's just a great song. Her voice goes really well with that country punk kind of stuff kick off the show i've got a very special song this isn't something i normally do you know usually i stick with fort, fort worth mainly some dallas or denton arlington whatever sometimes i'll even do austin or houston i like to do texas at times and so this is one of those texas bands okay it's a big band um the first song we're going to play well here let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about the album that it's coming off of there's, an, there's another brand new album coming out pretty soon and I'm really excited about it, and it's going to be a more national, um, big band, national band kind of stuff album. But it's for the um, the Texas State Parks. And so there's an article, and I can link it in the um, in, in the show notes. But the celebration of the wonder, the 100th anniversary of the Texas State Parks, is picking up pace with the release of the first single from the upcoming album Texas Wild. So they're going to have an album come out here in a few months called Texas Wild. The album, which features Texas artists covering classic Texas songs, blends various genres such as blues, um, I don't know what this word is, C-U-M-B-I-A, country, hip-hop, R&B, and electronica. Produced by Austin singer-songwriter Walker Lukens, Texas Wild is a tribute to the state's contributions to music and its unique culture. All proceeds from the album will go toward supporting wildlife and conservation efforts in Texas. The Parks and Wildlife Foundation and Rambler Sparkling Water are the sponsors of the album, which is set to be released on vinyl in the fall on vinyl it's cool all right so this is what we're gonna do the first single from texas wild is hey baby que paso if you don't know the song you should hear the original it's great it's got this awesome accordion riff which isn't in the new one but it, it's okay it's a hey baby que paso anyways so um it's a collaboration between houston artist fat tony and paul wall the song originally written and recorded by Augie myers was popularized by the Myers Band the Texas Tornadoes. The new version of the song features stripped-down bass and drums accompanied by steel guitar and other instruments. The addition of Paul Wall's inventive rap brings a fresh perspective to the song as a new layer of storytelling. The album features fresh takes on classic songs from various genres and time periods including country, blues, rock, Tejano, folk, hip-hop, and R&B. The album includes collaborations with Grupo Fantasma, The Texas Gentleman, and Sir Woman, Bring the old creative styles to the songs. Texas wild is a funky and soulful best of Texas playlist that showcases the state's musical diversity and culture. It's a celebration of the last hundred years of Texas state parks and the iconic landscapes that have inspired magic summer and nights for decades. I know it's a lot. and I don't really talk this much about this kind of stuff, but this first song is so awesome. This, I think this album is going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to post the, uh, the article, read it at, at the end of it. It gives like a set list. Um, there's going to be a toadies cover in there. There's going to have, There's somebody covering, there's somebody doing a Toadie song doing, I think, Possum Kingdom. Um, And then later they have the Toadies covering a song. So we'll get a Toadies. It's cool. It's going to be really neat. It's going to be, oh, the Toadies are covering a Kelly Clarkson song, if I remember right. Anyways, it's going to be cool. I'm really looking forward to this record. I think they're going to release a couple more singles before the fall. And so I'm sure you're going to hear more about it from me. So without further ado, let's go ahead and kick off the show. We're going to start off with Hey Baby K-Passo by Paul Wall. And Fat Tony. And then it's going to go into Remy Riley Burn with the Vandaliers. And after that, we'll have a brand new one from Keegan McEnroe, Old Road, Interview with Jacob Fur. Brand new song from Jacob Fur called Take Care. Song from Clayton Smith called a Plea for Help. And closing it out with Katsuk. A Light Up Ahead. Love you guys. If you need anything, I'm here for you. Let's kick off the show. We're going to have a good time, man. Really, really, really fun interview with. With, with J- Jacob Furr I was so excited to call him He didn't disappoint I could talk to that dude For days He's such a great dude If you don't know him You're gonna love him If you know him You already love him And you can't wait to hear from him So let's go ahead and get going Without further ado
4: Hey baby que Passo. Thought I was young Give me an imbecile Come on, baby, turn around Let me show you how She ain't really mean it Yes, we have been kidding it for a minute I'm fiendin' Need her more than music Need Selena Nina is her name But I really hate to utter it Last week Saw her holding hands With another It cuts me so deep That I just can't cover it i hide Thought I was the only one This whole time I decided to follow Check out what she gonna be tomorrow Found her and him In a park With a bottle of wine I couldn't recognize him from behind But when he turned around I frowned Stalled My girl creepin' with Paul Wall It's a sad song
5: I learned my lesson on the date with my girl at the park It started getting late Had to leave before it's dark I walked into a car I didn't want to park But I had to go to work See I was paying for a car That's why I was alone When I was on break outside Saw a naked on Slim Thug Live I must have died Hey baby Hey my soul, baby
1: Funky Town Podcast.
3: Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town Podcast, calling for Jacob Fur.
2: Hello, Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town Podcast. This is Jacob Fur speaking. I'm gonna
3: help you. Hey man, how are you doing?
2: I'm good, buddy. How are you?
3: Really good. Haven't talked to you in a very long time.
2: I know it's been a long time. <laughs> where where have you been at?
3: <laughs> oh, I'm still in the same place.
2: Oh hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
3: No, it's, that's the cool thing about um social media is even though I don't talk to you all the time, I always see you on Twitter
2: yeah for sure oh gosh you see me oh no 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 it's nothing
3: (laughs) like that Twitter's like my like twitter's
2: like my like dark
3: space yeah i think it's everybody's dark space i don't usually tweet a whole lot Uh, this morning i did Uh, this morning there was some sort of thoughts and prayers from uh, ted cruz and i was like i wrote i wrote like fuck off ted cruz nobody likes you or something (laughs) like that and then Twitter's all like are you sure you want to tweet you know do this some people you know and I was like you know I was like all right I'm not gonna do it so I, so I so I changed it to um, suck at Ted Cruz you're the worst you know oh, there
6: you go all right <laughs> I was
3: like yeah, <laughs> see if I can get by the Twitter guidelines that way but I usually don't even tweet at people it's just I'm so sick of it you know but oh I
2: know I, Yeah that's the thing You get on there And you just see the worst stuff
3: and, Yeah and then it makes you
2: oh, I don't know Whatever Yeah, yeah. It, really, it really messes with your brain
3: Yeah, yeah. so I know that what you quiet. mean But no the more interesting thing, yeah. I thought it was cool that um, You were t- you said something last week about With all the Spotify stuff People want CDs still And that just kind of baffles you And then uh Oh
2: yeah on, on radio st- Yeah like some radio stations They still They still really want CDs And Yeah I think it's It It's for the, I'm trying to email this out to like some folk radio DJs right now. This song uh, that I just put out and like, I'm trying to do a whole bunch of different kinds of radio stations, but the folk DJs were the first ones. And I think they're probably a little bit older crowd. Um, And they, yeah, some of them really love their CDs still. So it's, it's pretty fascinating to, to, to see that people still use
3: that. I was just wondering if it was like some of the radio stations are like the small town ones and they just, that's how they still play music.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that absolutely, that's, that's totally how they do it. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of them are, they're like little small, you know, terrestrial stations that are still running, you know, in these little towns on the East Coast and the West Coast. And yeah, they, I mean, I played one in like New Braunfels one time or Fredericksburg or something uh A while back, and yeah, I walked in and it was just racks and racks and racks of CDs. Yeah, and the guy like he just would put the CD, he had it all planned out and would just put the CD in and cue it all. That. I mean, it was old school. It was pretty cool. And so, but yeah, you would think you would think. I mean, more of them want the digital download, so you know they're they're more into that.
3: Mm-hmm. oh sure. Well, it's it's just easier. Yeah. To send an that's email. so much easier yeah, with a, yeah. with an attachment Well they to can it, stream
2: so. it too like, mm-hmm. like a lot of people they go Oh just send me a link to it and I'll listen to it real quick And see if it'll fit and they're like oh okay cool Like that's the easy way to do it you know mm-hmm. As opposed to like me sending you You know a $5 mailer You know that costs me all kinds of money To make a CD with
3: <laughs> Yeah so let's say like do you just like Go home and burn a CD can you even still burn I mean if you have a computer that has A disk drive you can burn CDs I guess but- I mean
2: if you've got one that has a disc drive, yeah, but I don't have one that has a disc drive anymore. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't... I don't. I mean, you could buy the adapter from Amazon, but, yeah, a, a couple of them even said, like, please don't send me burned CDs. Oh. They were like, it's got to be, like... Yeah, radio stations are tricky, because they're, like, a lot of them, they want them in, like, jewel cases, you know, like the old-school jewel mm-hmm. case, and it's got to have, like...
3: Liner this notes. Is all and...
2: inside of, this is all super insider baseball boring stuff. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, you got to have, like not even liner notes, it's got to have like a one sheet sort of thing in there that says like, here's the song, here's the composer, here's how long, here's exactly how long the song is, um, you know, here are like the themes and the mood or whatever to fit the play. It's great. I, I didn't realize how much work went into it. <laughs> wow, well, I didn't I either. You, I thought you could just email people and be like, hey, can you play my song? <laughs> yeah.
3: See, I, was always, always was, I always thought it was. always thought that stuff was interesting because there was, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a one hit wonder whenever i was a kid um i keep thinking tiny tim but it's not tiny tim cuz he was an actual he was pretty big for you know he might have only had oh the, yeah
2: he was like a yeah he was like a vaudeville guy
3: right but it wasn't him but it was somebody that had a name kind of like that but he had one song and he took all of his cds and put them in the back of his trunk and just drove drove the country and just drove to different radio stations and just passed them yeah. out you know and i was like wow can you imagine just you know okay for the next year i'm just going to go <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I can and just hand out my CD to all these you know but he got airplay honestly and, you know
2: honestly that sounds like more fun than sitting in front of your computer emailing stuff
3: so yeah know,
2: like I, I I think I would rather do that <laughs> if I had the time to do that I would so much rather be like yeah I'm gonna be gone y'all I'll see you see you later
3: <laughs> the time and the money
2: yeah and I mean imagine all the cool people you get to meet like face to face you know go up to radio stations and meet all these people because i I mean there's some really fascinating people that I've emailed that have emailed me back that like, I didn't really know who they were until, you know, they emailed me back and I looked them up and I was like, oh my gosh, this person's like really, really interesting and it has been around for a long time and does some really cool programming. And you're like, well, shoot, I guess I'd, it would have been fun to just like drive over there and meet them, you know? Yeah.
3: Is Especially if you stayed away from, from like big cities, kind of hit like mid to like lower markets.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'd have a, that would be a pretty fun road trip. Yeah. For real. <laughs> it would take you a full year, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, or more, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine it's probably harder to get a hold of, um, like, um, K-Rock or something like that, one of the big ones. It's hard to get anything. You might even look at your stuff.
2: Yeah, because I think they're all pretty corporate at yeah. this point. So it, it's like, you know, <clears throat> they, have the, they have the programming that they're, you know, sort of told to play. Um, and it's sort of, you know... I mean, that's the same thing with like the news and everything now. It's yeah. like the same broadcasting all mm-hmm. across the country. You know, it's there's no, uh, the local thing is sort of dying out. So, yeah, when you find places like this, you, especially, that's what I love about the folk radio people. is like, they're still doing it. You know, like it's it's not a strong, I, don't know, I guess it might be a strong community. But, uh, yeah, they're still just plugging away at it and just going for it. I'm like, yep, I broadcast out of this tiny little town in Rhode Island, you know. I think that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, well, we had pirate radio here for a while. Remember that
6: one?
3: Yeah, I kind of uh, miss it.
2: But, yeah, John Roddy was doing that. That was, I mean, that was sort of a similar thing. It was just like, yeah, I love this this art form and this format of radio. You know, I'm going to do it this way. So,
3: I think I would do it. I think if I m- just messed around in one the lottery, I think I would try to find a small station in town and just you know play. A, a, I would mostly do you know like local local music but it would but be Fort Worth. I mean it would be Texas, you know. I would play like Texas music yeah. with a heavy emphasis on, you know, Fort Worth bands. But
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: And be able to play like the big stuff, you know, and the small stuff, you know. I think that yeah. would be a lot of fun. And I don't yeah, know how
2: much be cool. well, that's, I mean that's what it used to be right back when radio started was like you just played the played the albums from the people that were around your area, you know. And had the local musicians come in and play live barn dances or whatever it was. So,
3: I don't know. And it's like, because that's what the the radio was was for. It was part of the community. So I mean, if there was a bad storm or anything, everybody turned into the radio to find out. You know, should <laughs> yeah. we take shelter? Should we do this? Should we do that? You know, now it's like everything is so. It's hard to get stuff. I mean, we still have local radio, and they still. Do that stuff, but not like they used to. You know, where the news was catered locally. Oh, yeah. You know, there's so much; everything's national and, and corporate yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
2: Well, they've got that. What's the 971 thing going on right now? That that seems pretty cool. And um I guess can't. I don't really even listen to the radio hardly at all anymore. So I don't really know too much what's going on. But I guess I probably should start listening
3: to the radio. <laughs> nah, I mean there's no reason. I mean, I like 97.1. I I didn't want to cuz I'm a ticket guy have been for, oh, okay. For, right. like, since yeah, yeah. like forever and ever and ever like 90 90 I don't know what it was, but I mean it's like I was young. Um Yeah. I when I met my wife, which we've been married 20 years, um when I first met her, I took her to Ticket Advance, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I would drive her home from from work and we'd listen to the ticket and you know and we'd we'd drive there and we we said in the car um for like an hour and just kinda talk, but the ticket was in in the background. So we would go to like a (laughs) ticket stock or different events or whatever. So it was always I've been listening to them for so long. But um but man, I've been listening a lot to the freak and the freaks I think it's pretty good.
6: Okay.
3: I I like their concept better because the ticket is sports talk with guy talk. You know? And it's like I know exactly when they're not gonna talk about sports and that <laughs> and that's when I listen cuz I'm not I mean I I like to keep up with with the local teams and kind of know what's going on but I'm not into it to where I know all the drama and stuff so yeah. I don't I don't care about the cowboy draft or whatever you know <laughs> so but I know yeah. when they're going to do like entertainment news or just the different kinds of guy talk that they do but the other station the freak is the opposite it's kind of that it's just talk radio, with which includes sports at times, you know. Yeah. And if they're talking sports, I kind of go back. I'm like, well, if I'm listening to sports, I'll go back over to the ticket. But like, so, yeah. <laughs> so like the other day, so like, um, and on the afternoon show, they have um, three guys that used to be on on the ticket. The guy who started the t- t- ticket and a couple other ones. Um, well, I guess, I guess there's actually four because their pr- pr- producer guys was, was also over there. And they had this bit where they um, – I forgot what, what they called it, but it, it was ca- karaoke. So each one of them – there was four of them. Each one of them put a, um, two songs in a hat. And they had to be popular songs that you would know. you know. And then okay. everybody would – and then when, when it when it's your turn, you would draw two songs out and you got to pick. Do you want to do Smells Like Tea and Spirit or do you want to do um, – I, f- I forgot what it was um, – but 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 that's the way it, you know. And they would sit there and they just sang on the spot. <laughs>
6: I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it was
3: great. Mike Reiner did um, Black by, by Pearl Jam. You know, and, oh, so, yeah. and I was well, like, this he's is a really cool. Seth
2: band though, right? He can sing. Yeah, yeah,
3: Right, yeah. It's yeah. right. yeah. exactly wow. right. You so, know, and he knew yeah, the song, he, he, and yeah. so it took him a minute. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he was like, Jesus, empty candles. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. You know, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's happening with my. Do you hear that? No, okay. Sure. I'm hoping it's not on the recording, but I got a really weird static in my headphones. Um, but yeah, it was real cool, you know. Um, one of them did Miley Cyrus's um, Party in the USA, I think it was grooves or whatever. Um, so he had to sing that, and that was a little more hard. Oh, Danny did um, Possum Kingdom by the Toadies.
6: Oh, yeah. heck yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you
3: know, so it was really cool to hear because, like, you know, these songs you're like, all right, you know, and then you have these goofy guys on on the radio just. Do you wanna die? <laughs> Just like this is this is so much fun. It was cool, you know. I
6: love it.
3: Yeah, I, I do too. It. I think they're doing something interesting over there. I don't know how well it's doing in the ratings, and I don't know how many people listen to it and stuff. But I like.
2: Oh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's pretty popular with Mike Reiner and all them. Like, I you know, that's the. That's sort of that whole crew of people. I would imagine. So I, yeah, I bet people are listening
3: to it. I think so, but I think
2: and they had they got big billboards up everywhere. That's for sure. I've I know. The, I've, I've been seeing his all over the place.
3: Yeah, me too. Um, No, I I think I, I discount a lot about how important and how big sports are because oh, yeah, I, I mean that's everything around here. Yeah, and I think yeah. most of the people that listen to it listen to the ticket because it's sports and it, they're going to choose sports over you know Danny singing the toadies or whatever. Yeah,
6: for sure. Where I'm like, I want to
3: hear Danny sing the toadies, and I just I just don't know how many people are are out there that are like me, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah i i get what you're saying because i feel like it is sort of like a subculture sort of thing right To so like know who danny is and then like have the the yeah the fun of listening to him sing that song mm-hmm. like you know yeah that yeah i get it it's not sort of a, not a very wide fan base for that sort of thing i would imagine as much as like all right we're gonna talk about the cowboys now <laughs>
3: yeah they'd mention they hear about the cowboy draft
2: yeah <laughs> I don't know, though. I think people are in the mood for something interesting You know, because you can switch around I mean, all you got around here anyways is like eight WBAP You know, and right. then The ticket, and that's pretty much it And it's like, okay, well, it's cool to have that third option In there where you can just go have a little bit of fun Instead of having to listen to some lunatic On talk radio
3: Right, on 570 you know? or 820 It's all right, right <laughs> And I never understood why left-ring radio Doesn't work yeah, Didn't they, Al
2: Franken do one for yeah, a while? Yeah,
3: he did for a while. They had a they had a whole he thing like
2: Radio America. Or what was, it, it, was what it was Air America.
3: Called.
2: Air America, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess the format doesn't work as well, or the ideas don't come across.
3: It's sometimes <laughs> it's not as easy to get people.
2: As easy to get people angry about. <laughs> I,
3: I know. know. I I don't know it's if like that's what it is.
2: Rush like. <laughs>
3: they tried, you know, and they've had some people on there that were pretty. Um, could be controversial or angry or whatever, you know, but yeah, Al Franken had to show there's a show called the majority report with Sam Cedar. Um, I think they used to be on there. They're still going. Um, the, um, I think maybe the young Turks might've been on there and they're still going.
2: Um, I didn't know those were like radio. I thought those were all podcasts. I guess they are radio programs though.
3: huh? I think they were on air America for a while. And it might have been like a simulcast thing or something, and I could be wrong. I I may be misremembering. I remember Jerry Springer having a show.
2: Oh yeah, I was just listening to a podcast about him the other day.
3: Yeah, he was interesting. Fascinating guy. Yeah, he was real fascinating. Oh
2: yeah, he was like a super political dude. He was like I didn't, I didn't realize that he was like didn't he work for like um, one of the Kennedys, like Bobby? Maybe that. He was on like
3: he was like mayor was or Bobby's something
2: campaign or something yeah and he was mayor of cincinnati mm-hmm. and was like a super like like 60s sort of style jfk sort of style liberal politician and yeah i had no idea i was like oh my god like yeah. that's a kind of how he got his start
3: yeah he had like, a real interesting show you know because he had all that yeah. you know exp- Experience and stuff. Yeah, I I just I don't know why that stuff you know could never work. I mean, I kind of get it why it doesn't work in Texas, but even overall, I don't think there's too many. I mean, you have all these like Charlie Kirk's and whoever oh, the guy that's oh. that's getting divorced now, whoever that guy is, it's all in the news. Oh, yes. You have all these, yeah. you know, you have all these people that are really big, and making tons of money, and it's like, is there any left wing guys doing that? I just don't hear about them. If if there are,
2: no, because I because I don't think those guys are actually presenting like policy or solutions to anything. They're they're just being angry. It's just
3: counterculture it's, stuff.
2: It's not the same. Yeah, cause I think, yeah, I I think. Yeah, I think we're, like, your left-leaning people, they're more interested in, like, the actual solutions to things and having real conversations, and that's just so much less um, enticing, you know? Like, so, yeah, I, it makes sense that you would see, like, Charlie Kirk stuff and Crowder stuff, like, all these garbage people's stuff all the time because they're the ones out there, like, making outrage while you've got, you know, your, your, the left side of things is like, well, let's try to solve this problem you know and it's like well that's not as exciting to watch i know <laughs> this guy that's like screaming about some made-up bullshit
3: and it's just it's just weird because it's like i don't know how you know how do you live with yourself it's like do they really believe what they're saying because i don't think they do i think they know oh man what the buzzwords yeah. are and how to get the clicks the views how to rate, you know i I just think it's just controversy for controversy's sake, because that's where the money is. And I wonder how much they actually believe it. Sometimes, I, you know, I'm like, maybe they really do. Maybe they're just, they really believe this is true. But some of it is just so wacky that you're like, it can't be. This, this, this <laughs> yeah. has to be a grift.
2: I generally err on the side that it's always a grift. And that, like, at the core, they're just, like, garbage human beings to begin with who are just out to make money. And they're like, yeah, this is the easiest way to make money. Ed, yeah I don't think that they actually believe any of it like at their core core, you know, like i yeah i don't I don't like' cause I, they're just not real to me like i don't I don't believe that they that they're real people to be engaged with, you know right I, I don't know that's that's kind of belittling, I guess, but it's you know I don't know whatever i I listen to some crazy podcasts about like Alex Jones and the right wing you know the manosphere and all and, you know just like people that investigate that kind of stuff, and yeah, that's what I get from most of that is like yeah, it's just all a grift, and people are people are super gullible for the grift, and they and people love the grift, you know, and they like they almost like being duped into that sort of stuff.
3: <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah, because it just fits not everybody though no obviously. but it fits what yeah. they already think not because like i said i'm a, a radio guy to where it's like i like listening to talk radio and thoughts and ideas and i would listen to like art bell or george nori after him
6: oh um, yeah
3: yeah that kind of stuff was, was, was really interesting but I'd, I'd also find myself listening to like i don't know if you remember like michael savage um was one of those am talk radio guys that was kind of like rush um but uh or it would be like kind of like an Alex Jones, and I I would listen to that stuff because a lot of them were, um. Because, here's the deal: the right's always going to tell on on the left. If the left is doing something, the right's definitely going to point it out. If, if if they're doing something wrong or shady or or whatever, they're going to make stuff yeah. up. If 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 they're not, but they're if they are, they're definitely going to point it out. And the left is too. So I'd always have fun trying to go back and forth and try to figure out. You know, because, I mean, the rights, I mean, because left isn't going to admit, oh, yeah, yeah, we did that. It was fucked up when we did that. You know, They're not going to, you know what I mean? So you got to hear it from somewhere. So, I mean, I, I will listen to right wing stuff, or I used to a lot. Um, that's- oh, yeah,
2: man. I I grew up on, like, Rush Limbaugh and all that stuff. Like, that was what, you know, we listened to when I was a kid. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I, I feel like, you know, your, your uh, Norries and your Coast to Coast and all that kind of stuff, though, Like, they kind of started as, like, even Mark Davis around here, like, started as, like, almost entertainment, you know? Like, it was just for fun, and you kind of knew that it was for fun. Yeah. And then something switched in all of our brains over the past, like, since, like, 2016, where it's, like, the reality is being blurred and the non-reality is coming in. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, we used to all agree that this was crazy, but it was fun and now it's like oh no the crazy like is getting elected to things yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs>
3: now cuz i used to have fun listening to a lot of the conspiracy theories and stuff and be like yeah maybe i don't yeah. know i wonder could be sure you know now i'm like yeah, okay yeah, yeah just <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah when it gets to be like it, we're cuz yeah conspiracy theory has gone from like okay bigfoot aliens government plots whatever to like okay they're indoctrinating your kids in the school board and so now we're going to start this organization that's going to raise millions of dollars to like take
3: over school boards everywhere and you're like
2: whoa hold on like right we were talking about bigfoot <laughs> and aliens
3: and like yeah that, that was a perfect end and, for you were distracted now they're
2: talking about this like yeah. satanic cabal that like wants to put books in your kids schools like what
3: <laughs> but see that stuff because it
6: because
3: yeah, it's how al- did we get here it's always been there see that's what it is it's it's it, it's always been there when i was a kid we would um do it I would hear things about like you know um, how that the devil you know is in charge of of uh, like all this different stuff like there's people that that worship him and and they have power um, and they're trying to get our children through rock music at the time, you know, it was all this, it was all rock and roll music and, and, you know, bands like kiss, which were Knights and Satan's service or ACDC was after <laughs> Christ death comes or whatever it was. It was like all these different <laughs> bands that were trying to get our kids souls or it was dungeons and dragons. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, you can get possessed by a devil because it had wizards and warlocks <laughs> and witches. I mean, I would I would I would hear this as it's real. It's like you do not play yeah. this game. You know, you do not mess with a yeah. Ouija board. You will become possessed by the devil if you mess with the Ouija board. You know. Oh, for sure. And they still believe it. And that stuff just kinda of seeps in and there's all these different, you know, politicians that were satanic or whatever. And it's like they have no proof of it. It's just but it would come from the church and so many of these people that are in these churches are now on school boards.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, especially around here in Fort Worth. It's gotten, it's uh, gotten bad. And you know, it's always been that way because I've been really into like some deep, deep end of the pool full music for the past little bit. And like that whole thing is like, that's a theme that's been going on for a long time. Like uh, talking about these, these metaphors, you know, these dark things, as reality in these pieces of art and it, it's always been there inside of us it's just like i don't know maybe we're going through a second satanic panic or something but it feels like the lid has sort of come off of a lot of it and it's gone from the realm of like oh haha kiss you know nights in the service of satan when they're really just rock stars or mm-hmm. like alice cooper is a great another great example yeah Where you're like anybody that talks about alice cooper's like he's like the nicest guy ever and plays golf every day yeah. you know like he's just a normal dude but you know it's like it's like a camp act you know like it's a whole thing and that's what that's what all that other stuff was and especially like some of these old folk songs it's like yeah these are these are pretend like they're they're makeup they're they're made up stuff on purpose you know like to get this sort of energy out of us and then yeah, now I'm come back around again. There's people that fully believe that it's all real. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Okay, I guess we're I don't know, you, you just see the cycles if you if you hang around it long enough and you go, Okay, cool, like maybe it'll go away again. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so.
3: Yeah, and i like I I grew up thinking it's like it's kinda like metal, you know. I grew up thinking that if you're a death metal band with a pent- with a pentagram and goat goat heads and stuff on, on your albums, And you're obviously a Satan worshipper that's and yeah, it's like sure. <laughs> oh and it's like no these guys are like no dude we do it because that's what you do if you're in a metal band <laughs> it it freaks yeah, exactly. it, fre- <laughs> it, it freaks your parents out they're scared of the imagery mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like, it's that's it yeah, it's that's just,
2: the whole point it's just that yeah it's fun like it's just fun it's not know?
3: real we're not really worshiping satan it's just yeah. you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and metal dudes are like the nicest guys ever anyways like you go to any metal show and like a lot of them are like the, the sweetest musicians in the world you know
3: (laughs) almost every time almost every time
2: yeah almost yeah legitimately like they're yeah across you know they're they're just the nicest and a lot of them are just like big nerds like they do this whole like dark thing and i think it's like a for a lot of them i think it's like a that's a it's a mask you can put on because you are (laughs) you know like vulnerable and nerdy and don't quite fit in and so you get to do this thing that sort of like projects out in the world and project and protects you you know
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And plus, I think so, it anyways, it scares off a cool, certain yeah, element.
2: Metal music, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it scares off the jocks. <laughs> yeah, it does.
3: They're like, I don't want to. That's weird. And so now they don't have yeah, to worry like, about those guys yeah. coming and messing with them. You know.
2: Yeah. So, now it's fun. But <laughs> so there again, you get like this corporate thing that's taken over. Sorry, I'm rambling about all kinds of stuff. I know we're.
3: Uh, anyways, I'm loving it. But
2: like, yeah, like you get like your your. Uh, I don't want to throw any bands under the bus because I think everybody should be able to do whatever they want to do. But your whole like um corporate sort of metal music that comes around that is sort of like jock rocky sort of thing where it's these like really muscled up good looking dudes you know like playing this heavy music and and you go, well, that's not really rock and roll anymore like this is not you know it's not for the nerdy kids anymore. y'all are sort of co-opting this thing into you know into Scott staff right. flying down from the roof of the dallas cowboy stadium you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not rock and roll man that's just weird
3: (laughs) no it's funny because it happened with uh grunge you'd see guys wearing you know camouflage shorts and flannel shirts with their doc martin boots and the next thing you know you go into a a jc Penney's or marshall's or whatever and it's like there's the mannequin wearing the wearing the flannel <laughs> shirt and the shorts and has the, the black boots on and it's like, oh, so now we're, this is an outfit now that you can buy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, I mean, that just goes back to what I was saying earlier, like, where we've we entered this period of like, we don't know what's real and what's not anymore. It's like, what well, was the grunge thing? Was I was I just being sold that as like a thing to go buy from JCPenney, you know? Or mm-hmm. like, what are these real cultural things that are happening that don't get co-opted by, you know, some sort of corporate overlord that wants to make money off of you know being counterculture you
3: know nothing unless you're just i think maybe what like we do like just sticking with like local music only and 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 supporting those bands that's the only way because i
2: mean that's yeah Yeah. i i agree that's that's always been my thing it's like local is the the best way it's just i don't know it just it's what music to me has always been about it's been like mainly a local thing like i like seeing my friends play over paying you know hundreds of dollars for a ticket to go watch somebody on the screen you know
6: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: like i would rather go hang out with my friends you know and listen to music than i would rather go to you know at&t stadium or something so
3: that's i I was telling mandy Han that a a few weeks ago i was like i was like i think it's cool that you know because like so like whenever i was really into like local music as like an 18, 19, 20, whatever year old, you would go to a show and you could buy a CD if you liked the band or a tape or whatever it was, but you could buy their music there. And that's usually the only place you got their music. Yeah. And so sure. then you would take it home and you, you know, you're like, Oh, I like this band. I don't know. in I don't know any of their songs, but I like their set. So I'm gonna buy this, whatever they have. And I'm gonna go home and listen to it and then kind of learn it. But nowadays, you know, you can go on, any number of websites and listen to everything they've ever done as yeah, many as sure. many times as as, as 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 you want so whenever we go to the these local shows it's my favorite thing to look around and see people singing a hymn of the archer song or singing a big heaven song or singing a me motor scooter song it's like people are in the crowd singing it they know the words and they know yeah, the words because sure. they've been listening to it on bandcamp or spotify or whatever and, you know Enough yeah, to where they want absolutely. to come to the show, and it's like that's the best part about going to a show is singing the song along with the guys who wrote the song. You know,
2: yeah, that's the, yeah, it's the communal aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, like it's the that's that's like the the that's the truly human part of it. Like I, we get so distracted by all the, I mean, if you do it long enough, you get distracted by the the, the in not the industry because we don't have an industry in for it but like. I don't know. You just get distracted by the trappings of it, like, well, how many people are coming? Oh, we got to put this post up. Oh, we got to do this. Got to do this, and like, you sort of lose that human element that is like, why are we all doing this in the first place? And it's like, well, because humans like to sing together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it feels good to have a drum set, sort of like pushing against your chest. You know, like it, it feels good to, to, you know, have somebody lead you in, that night in in the in the whatever the ritual is. You know.
3: Yeah, and it's always you know. Back and forth because you know, like you're up there and you're playing your song and you're seeing everybody singing. You're like, oh, this is really cool, and it kind of gets you a little bit more energized and a little bit more into it. And They're like, oh, look at him; he's kind of getting into it. So they're kind of getting into it a little yeah. bit more, and you're like, oh, look at them; they're really, they're really digging what I'm doing. And so you're really throwing it out there yeah. a little bit more, you know. And it's like just goes back, yeah. and, and it's great. Yeah, it's
6: an energy loop.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what you're looking for, right? If you're mm-hmm. Playing music, like, or even if you're playing music with other people, like I just like sitting and playing with people that you know is not on stage just hanging out with a friend and playing music and you know and the laughter and the the looks between people as you're playing a song you know or like you throw in a little thing to try to trip the other guy up or you know make something interesting happen and like that's just it's just such a pleasure to do that with people and i yeah i think i don't know that's all that's always been <clears throat> excuse me that's always been the thing that i've enjoyed the most about it all is, it, especially playing music with other people and being in bands it's like does this click mentally? Like our brains on the right, on the same wavelength, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's where the fun of it is. So, anyways, um, that's what I have to say about that.
3: Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> Get off I my think you're right.
2: box about.
3: <laughs> no, I really think it's magic. You're adding different elements to it. You're making this potion and you're like, Whoa, look what we just did. You know?
2: Yeah, for sure. It, yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's, uh, it's almost spiritual, you know, like in a, in a way.
3: Yeah, I think so. And, um, I think that music can be healing as as well, um, just well as it can be fun or challenging or all that time. I think there are certain songs that that we listen to um, when we're trying to heal, and sometimes it's because somebody Absolutely. else had to go through something where they had to heal and they wrote about it. You know.
2: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I have I have a list of my favorite songs that yeah make me cry or if I'm having a rough. You know, go or whatever. Like, yeah, you. I turn to music always to be that sort of um, release valve for that sort of stuff, and uh, not—I mean, release valve, but also just like space where you don't feel alone. You know, and it's—it's it's nice. I love that we can carry it around with us too. Like, that's the best part about music. Is like you can—you can always have it nearby with you at all times, and no matter what's going on, there, there's this little piece of art that's in your mind or in your phone mm-hmm. or whatever that's you know always there to sort of yeah comfort you or hype you up if you want to go on a run or <laughs> a Yeah,
3: for sure. You know my yeah. daughter um she works um at at the zoo so she's outside walking around all day picking up trash and doing whatever. But the whole time she's got her headphones in and if she leaves her headphones at home she's like, "Oh man, I forgot my headphones. This going <laughs> to be a terrible day." You know. It's like
6: that's how I was. Yeah.
3: I,
2: mean, I used to work at I used to originally country club on the golf course back when I was a kid. And when I was like 16, I think. And yeah, that was my favorite thing. I had a little CD. I went and bought like this little Walkman CD player that had like the longest anti skip technology on it. Like, you remember that? Uh-huh. That was good.
3: <laughs> It's amazing that and they because, had portable like, CD players.
2: No, right. It's like it's a portable record player. I never thought about this. I know. (laughs) Nutty. But it had that, like, skip technology, you know, where you could, like, if you didn't have it, if you tapped the CD player, it would skip the, you know, it would, like, mess the whole thing up. But I had one. It was red, and it had, like, I think it had, like, 60 seconds on it. So it was always reading 60 seconds ahead on the CD. But, like, yeah, like, because I would, like, drive the range card around to pick up all the golf balls in the driving range or whatever and that was like my favorite I will never forget those you know I guess it might have been a year or two that I worked there of like I mean maybe just a year honestly I don't even remember anyways but like yeah just putting CDs in that I bought you know at CD Warehouse or something and that was like the whole thing that made that job so much fun was just getting to be alone and listen to music
3: Mm You know, now
2: then yeah I get that
3: when you're driving around listening to your songs or whatever and are they on on the driving range trying to hit you with balls?
2: Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. It's
3: so funny. They're just driving this little car around. There are things. See if we can hit him.
2: Ding. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the golf pros that worked there that was like their favorite thing to do was like whenever they saw us going out to like collect the balls, you know, because you had to do it every couple of hours or so. Yeah. They would all they would all come out, you know, of the office and just set up a big like a big pyramid of balls and just start like. Aiming at the cars. And <laughs> your little
3: car, was it kind of armored a little bit? Like, you kind of shielded, right? Oh, yeah. You had a yeah.
2: cage around you and everything. Yeah, it was super. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, you'd be in there just, like, rocking out to whatever you had on, you know. And, uh,
6: <laughs> and then, whang!
3: <Bing>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. I think that'd be fun.
2: That was fun, days. I would go back to doing that in a heartbeat. Like, God, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, God, I want to go get a job at the golf course. And just sit and listen to music all day. That sounds like a blast.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a driver, so that's kind of what I do all day is podcast or, or music, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, there you
3: go. And that's, that, that's why I got the job that I, that I got was just so I could listen. Like I said, I'm, I don't know what it's called, audiophile or whatever, but I've always been that way, just really fascinated with the with radio. It's so, like, I got to get paid where I can listen to the radio all day. <laughs> yeah. And I figured out a way to do it, and that's just, be a, you know, a driver. Oh,
2: yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, every delivery job that I've ever had, like that that's absolutely been the best part of it. It's like, wait, you mean I get to be alone all day
3: mm-hmm.
2: and listen to music? Yeah, like, whatever you want. Cool. And I and I get paid.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, right. you still got to do your job, but yeah, you know.
2: Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna go deliver the stuff, but yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's the that's the dream gig.
3: Yeah, it always was for, 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 for me, you know. Um yeah okay, so uh, I said like in the um, in the intro this week I was like um, they've been wanting to have you on just because it's been a while and you know I was like I could just have Jacob on just because he's Jacob Furr, and we could just have him on I was like but I didn't but now I've got a reason to have him on like cause I didn't really need one but I was excited to see that you had a new song it just kind of popped up out of nowhere it's like oh I didn't even know you were coming out with something new it was just you know yeah
2: I haven't yeah I haven't really done anything in a while um just been sort of trying to write and i don't know i just haven't really had the i mean obviously you're you're, you have your pandemic sort of situation that goes on so that sort of puts a little bit of a squash on putting stuff out or recording for me but also just like not having the money to do it like i don't know it's just yeah i mean i've been playing music this whole time like i haven't like stopped gigging or like I mean, it's what I do full time is play music. So it's like, it's my job. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just stopped. I hadn't released anything in a while. Um, and yeah, I had a bunch of songs and this is the, the one that I released uh, the other day. Take care. It's like the first one of this batch of songs that I sort of like rediscovered, I guess that I've had for a while and just hadn't really done anything with. and, sort of sort of putting them all together and was like, Oh man, this is like, this is an album. Like these are, these all fit and they're they're thematically coherent with my past stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited to put something new out, but yeah, I haven't really done anything for a long time. Well, it feels like a long time. It's really been three years since I released anything, but that, that album I released it two days before the world shut down. So it was like, you know, that wasn't going to happen.
3: Right. So, That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you well, have all these plans, I mean, you're like, I got this new I, album. I sound like
2: I'm blaming it on like a pandemic, and really it was my fault for doing it because I, I you know, I'm stubborn and like I picked the date and I was like, no, I'm doing this. Like this is the day that I said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for no other reason than just for the sake of being stubborn, you know. So it was kind of dumb. And that uh, was- to do that, but yeah, <laughs> I did that. So I probably should have saved that to later. But that's all kind of like disingenuous to me to be like. Oh, I'm gonna wait for this global catastrophe to be over before I release music and try to get some attention for myself, you know. Well, yeah. So I was like, eh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna put it out because this is what I'm doing and this is the timing for it, and I'm just gonna let things be the way they're gonna be, you
3: know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree. With you. I think once, when, when it's done, you shouldn't hold on to it because I don't know, man. Maybe there's somebody that needs to hear it and I can't hear it in three years yeah. or whatever. You know, it's like it's needs it's. It, it was made for a reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And well, so. it's a little,
2: it's a snapshot in time for sure. Right. You know? And like the, the way that I made that album, that return EP, like, and the people that played on it, you mm. know, that they're they're special, important people to me, you know? And so I can go back and listen to it. And I mean, not that I go back and listen to my own music or anything, um, but like, you know, you can go back and listen to it and be like, oh yeah, I remember that time. like, And I remember what that felt like right before everything you know went to pot and you're like okay cool like uh, i'm getting a little snapshot of myself and if somebody wants to listen to my music they get a little snapshot of me and what it was like to be you know making music the year before a pandemic you know and having dreams and hopes for things you know
6: Mm -hmm.
2: so i don't know i i think i think it's good to keep creating through through um I, don't, I don't want to say trauma, but trauma is not the right word. Just through life. As life goes along and things happen, you know, to keep, keep doing what you're doing and not necessarily try to plan out, especially if art, as an artist, like not sort of plan out what you're going to do and how to get the most impact. It's just like, no, just make your music as if it's, you know, sort of breathing to you. Like yeah. always be making something, be putting it out, like be releasing it because it's, it's
3: important. It's special. It's a special thing to do. Um, yeah, listening to, uh, I was trying to find every now and again, I get an urge and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go on podcast. And I looked up I looked up local music, San Antonio podcast. Just to say, I, I'm okay. always trying to see if there's anybody else that are doing, because there's a bunch of podcasts in town and there's a few of them that are doing local oh, music, yeah. you know? And so I'm like, are other cities, I know Dallas has some, I'm sure Austin has, some, really? but like, um, do other cities have some? So I was trying to find, and I found this one. It was, it was an interesting idea. It was just, um, the person got up and talked for a couple minutes about the band, asked the band a couple questions. And then the band, um, played like three live songs. And then that was the end of the show. So the whole, the, the whole, whole thing was like 20 minutes, maybe. And it was okay. cool. The thing that stuck out to me though, is she was asking about, She's like, she's like, you have a new song, um, and she's like, are you going to have a new album coming out? And he's like, no. He's like, we have a bunch of singles, and so we're probably going to just release like a single every, every couple of months and do that for a while. And it's like, okay, yeah. so it's like they do that there too because that, that's what we're doing here. A lot of bands here, they just release a single every two three months and then they release another single well, every, every so, two that's months.
2: That's the that's the economy that we're in. The attention economy. The way things work nowadays It's like, yeah, you got to do the single release thing. Like if you looked up like how to release music <laughs>
6: uh-uh.
2: just like just go to youtube and like put in like imagine okay it's, you've you've never put anything out before and you've, you've really wanted to write songs and so you've written a song and you've got it recorded and you go well, how do i do this right so you go to youtube or google and you just search how to release music in whatever year in 2023 right mm-hmm. and the amount of videos that will pop up and websites and advice columns like all of these people there's a whole uh ecosystem of people out there telling people how to release music now because of how disrupted everything has been by spotify and the streaming platforms and because that you're just like how do we do this now like it used to be like you made your cd you played your release show you took the CD around to some local radio stations and then you try to go on tour. Like that was just, that was how you did it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I did it when I first started doing it like 15 years ago or whatever. And now it's like, Oh no, there's a whole system for how to do this. And most of them have boiled it down to, yeah, you put out singles and you just like, it's the attention economy. And you just go, yeah, like don't drop an album because if you drop an album, you only get like seven days worth of attention for that. And then the rest of the year, nobody pays attention to you. Because then after that, you're just reposting the album over and over again. And so like there's all these people like, okay, you put your single out, but then you put out your behind the scenes video and then you put out this video and this video and you do it for a month. Huh. And then the next month you put up your next single. Yeah. And it's just this way to like stay in the algorithm and on the feed at all times. So everybody sees what you're doing all the time. And it's fucking exhausting.
3: No, it's gotta be. I think it's a good advice it's though, so, as far as like, I, I mean, I, props
2: I, to people that can do it. Cause there's yeah. a lot of people that I know in Fort Worth that I love and that are very sweet, genuine, kind artists. Um, and, but they, that's how they're doing it. And it's just like, man, I don't know how you keep up with that. Like once again, my stubbornness is coming back in. I'm going, that's just not me. That's yeah. not how my brain works. I can't keep up with that. So, I'm just going to do this my way <laughs> and just let it be what it's going to be,
3: you know? I'll tell you a personal antidote. So there's a band called The Infamous. I don't know if you know them. Um, okay. The guy's name is Riley, the singer. I had him on a couple weeks ago. He was, he was really cool. But I had never heard... I didn't know them. And they played with The Me Thanks, which I see all the time, and I somehow missed that show where they played with The Me Thanks. Okay. But um, they're just kind of like a stoner rock or heavy rock band or whatever. Um, but... Doing this show, and I'm always looking for new music to play. And they had a song, and I was like, "Oh, this this fits what I'm doing th- th- this week or whatever." So I, I I grabbed a song and played it. And a couple a couple months later, they had another song. And I was like, "Oh, I liked the last song." They let me check it. Oh, this is another good song. so I played it, you know. And then there I had I had him on after almost a year. You know, he's like he, he, he's like, "Yeah, you kept playing." Our music i'm like you kept releasing songs <laughs> it's like you kept yeah. releasing a brand new song i'm like this is here's another good song and so i would just play it yeah. because i you know i wanted music to play and i liked it and it was there and um well they just released their album and like a lot of those songs are on that album but it's like i wanted to make sure i heard the whole album because i liked every song that i played i played four or five and so well, that's awesome. and it's like i love the album so in this case for them it 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 actually turned me into a fan, just that constant I was constantly seeing a, oh, yeah. a new song by them. Oh, it,
2: and... it absolutely works. Oh, I'm no, I, I, I think work. so. Like, it's got to be. Thing, yeah. yeah, it's 100% how it works, because we're all on our phones mm-hmm. being fed the algorithm all the time, right? So, like, and it's, it's 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 people, it's not bad advice. It's like, yeah, this is how you get people's attention now.
3: But um, man, it's hard it's work hard, all the know. time.
2: Oh, God. It's so much posting. Like, it's just so much posting. <laughs> And, and, just, and I, if, I
3: don't if you're know like me, you're kind it. of self-aware. I mean, you're I like, I don't want to, you, you don't want to bother people all the time. Like, oh, here's Jacob oh, again exactly like, me. Yeah, you're that's
2: one hundred percent me. Yeah. Like, oh man, people don't want to hear from me again this week. Like, oh god, <laughs> I'll just lurk in the background on these apps, you know, and like watch what's going on. But right, I'm not going to post anything, you know. So I try to limit my posting to things that I'm like actually joyful about and like having fun doing you know as opposed to like using it as, like a sales platform yeah just because that like that works for my brain mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like well it's just i don't know
3: because yeah, then just, people like, might like the guy they're like they're like i like jacob Furr. he likes this he likes this he's really happy about. It. you know it makes you a really positive friendly kind of attractive yeah, rather, you know
2: yeah i think i would rather be that than than be trying to like figure out what my brand and my product are all the time, you know, and like trying to make, you gotta make super fans, Jacob I'm like, I have quote unquote super fans, and I, they're just my friends Yeah, <laughs> all
3: my fans are super, what are you talking about?
2: I, I just think my friends are really cool, and I'm really happy when they come see me play music, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm not, I'm not gonna do like
3: Yeah, yeah, I think you should probably post more, you don't have to do a lot I, but maybe a little bit I'm more.
2: going to I'm, when, I'm gonna try to with this. Like, I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. Doing, now that you have I'm music. The water. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I've got music to put out, like, I'm gonna try to start, you know, putting out a couple more things every now and then. because um, I have, like, I found, I found a way to do it that's fun for me to do, which is the thing that, like, activates my brain. Like, if I have to do something, I'll just procrastinate on it and not do it. So I had to find a way to like make it fun for myself. And so I've got this little, I got this little microphone. It's like a little Bluetooth microphone thing it hooks up to your phone and it's really easy. You can, it's got, it's like, it's great audio quality and you can like multi-track stuff on it. And it's just really cool. Huh. And I was like, Oh, this thing, this thing's fun to play around with. Like, okay, I'm going to start using this to like make content or whatever, you know, like, sure. it, but only if I want to, like only if it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the, that's what I told myself. I was like, you don't have to do this. You're miserable when you have to do things. So just you know, do the things that you enjoy doing, and just let it be
3: that you know. Yeah, and just make it fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because people can uh, they can feel the energy, you know. I you, hope, yeah, I,
2: I hope
6: so.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you when you really have a good time making a song, they can tell that there's just that the energy that c- comes through, and if it's a struggle. They can tell, (laughs) you know, as well. Yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah, well, and I can tell too, because I'm like, uh, you know, like you're like trying to write the words for a post or whatever, and you're like, this is so insincere. Like, (laughs) right. I'm just forcing something. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do stuff all the time where I'm like, I need to make a post about this show or something or whatever, and I'm like, I can't think of anything to say about this right now. Like, my brain is just not engaged with this, so I'm just not even gonna, not even gonna try to like, you know, fake the sincerity
3: here Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can do like um, Matthew Matthew Burles does he always just writes you and then puts his link (laughs) yeah and he does it every time it's like you know what yeah that's
2: one of my favorite things yeah yeah. or when he's like at the gig he always posts to doing the thing yeah like from the microphone right and
3: so it's like he knows he has to do it but he doesn't really want to so he kind of does it you know it's like I I appreciate that about him
2: yes yeah absolutely I, I think he and I are pretty similar in mm-hmm. our um, feelings towards social media in a lot of ways. Yeah, I would. So, and, all, and also just like if you've been making music as long as Matthew has and you're such a creative person like him, like I I, I 100% get it where you're like, I don't want to waste energy on this thing. He's like, Man,
3: I've got hundreds of hours out there. You can listen to it if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, and he's got, I'm here doing my songs. You're, here, you're welcome to come. He's
2: got... He's got sci-fi book, like all these, oh, not sci-fi. Well, I guess one of them is, I don't know. i read one of his books recently and I was just like, Oh my God, I like, he's so good at writing like books too. Yeah. And you're just like, this guy is just so creative and I love this. Oh, now, he's, and it's just,
3: now he's turning one of his books yeah. into a radio play.
2: Yeah. And he's going to do the rate. Yeah. He's getting recording that and like putting his effort into that. It's just so, I love it. I, awesome. I just love, yeah, I love, I love that it's creative and then I feel like I'm connected to somebody like Matthew, you know, like that's my friend, mm-hmm. you know, and that's someone that I'm proud to be their friend because they're creative and they're kind, and they're I don't know they're just it's a real person to me, it's not something that I'm buying into,
3: you know right yeah i i i didn't know I totally agree, and that's why Anyways, yeah that's, I think that's yeah. one of the things I like about um getting to know everybody in town who makes music because yeah it is like oh yeah it's it's a guy who plays music or whatever. everybody's like it's my friend <laughs> so i'm going to see my friend yeah, play, exactly. you know And they yeah. like it when i'm there and i yeah i like being there and you know and it's, so it's yeah, more than just absolutely. um than just going to see a local show i'm sure there's plenty of people that just go i want to go see local music they'll go to lola's they'll walk in they'll watch a band play and they'll leave and they'll have fun but they're not friends with the band it's way cooler if you're friends with the band
2: Oh, it's always cooler if you're friends, right? Always.
6: <laughs> so I try to
2: be Absolutely. friends with all the bands. It's even it's even cooler when you're friends with the with the door guy and the bartender.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Especially the bartender.
2: That's the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, because then it doesn't matter who's playing. You're you're guaranteed to have a good. time. Yeah, I love you're it either like, way. Oh, this is the best yeah, song ever. A great time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. What, hey,
3: what what song is this? Like, this is our sound check, yeah. dude. Calm down. We yeah. ain't started. Yet. Who is
2: this band? Yeah, doesn't matter. Let's have a round. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's it's fun. I'm 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 happy and proud to be part of this community here that makes music and does what we do in Fort Worth. Because like, I'm trying to book. You know, I'm trying to like get back on the road because I used to tour a lot and sort of like DIY everything. Mm-hmm trying to get back into it and it's just like having done it for so long and then coming back around to it again later is really interesting because you see it with a different pair of eyes and like just realizing how different other cities are about music and about like the musicians that come from there and how it's not that they're not as friendly but they're more competitive in a lot of ways
6: Mm -hmm.
2: and it it takes more to like get people to pay attention to you or to become part of the group. And I've always felt like Fort Worth has been a place where, especially after we used to have like Jody Jones's songwriter thing years and years ago at the Grotto, like anybody, like you could come from anywhere in the country and play that thing. And you were instantly one of our friends. Like you're our bud, like Mm -hmm. from here on out, you come back and play. We're all going to come see you play because you're our friend, you know? And I've always loved that about Fort Worth that everybody it's, it's so much of a, community of friends and people that actually like each other
3: for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there's, there there's pockets of competitiveness and stuff, but it does seem like with the singer songwriter crowd, you know, like like you and Joe Savage and Michael or Matthew and Stefan. And, um, you know, it's like everybody seems like they're really good friends and, and they support each other. Um, and I've always said that's, I would say it's cool. I've, it seems like that's what I'm the most if I look if I look back on all the interviews and stuff I I, I would go, "Man, that guy really likes singer-songwriters." And it's like I think I do. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I like a lot of the singer-songwriters in town and I like the um, how friendly everybody is and accepting it, how everybody is and how they promote each other and, you know, they've had a ton on and it's like everybody always says nice things about everybody else.
2: Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, I think our singers. So I was just talking to um, Simone, Nicole, and David Tribble the other day, because um, Simone's trying to start like a writers' night sort of thing. Um, just as a as and David's been doing this thing where he like goes to this coffee shop and you can just come hang out and talk about music if you're a musician, you know, and like trade. I don't know, trade resources and just you know whatever. Yeah, but tips it's, and tricks. Um, yeah, but I I think. I don't know. The singer songwriters—we've always been that way for a really long time. Like everybody has always been. It's sort of like the, 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 just super friendly community of people that make music um, in that songwriter crowd. And I don't know why that why that is. I, the other crowd, I mean, the other bands and all that—they they're equally as friendly.
6: Yeah. No,
2: but it's like that one that one particular scene is like we're all just friends. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting, and maybe it's the open mics. I think it, I think it's well, it's the open mics, but I also think it's because so many of us do it alone, mm-hmm. and so we don't have a band to be friends with, right? You know, and so it's like, well, who are my friends going to be? Well, other musicians. Well, who are the other musicians? That are, oh, they're songwriters. Yeah, the know? other
3: the other loners that are standing around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <me.
2: laughs> exactly. the other people that are playing patios on the weekend. Yeah.
3: You no, know? <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I was like, yeah, because I don't because I mean, bands don't don't really do open mics and so you know you only get to but, but that's what's cool about um i like watching the bands too because um, so many of the bands and some of them are like friends where you'll see the same bands kind of play together but a lot of them will play with new different people but then they're like oh they play with this new band and they they become friends and you kind of start seeing them play a little bit more and more or whatever um so it's always fun to see like friendships Happen at some of the shows and stuff. But, yeah, but I think the singer-songwriter thing oh, yeah. is that. I, I think you show up alone, you know, and then these other good people show up alone, and then you, you have time to just kind of hang out and talk while watching each other, and then you're doing the same kind of thing, so you have that in common. And
2: Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a unique thing, and I, I love it. I love being part of it, for sure. All
3: right, well, I won't keep you much longer, but I do want to talk a little bit more. So um, your newest song was called Take Care. Did you? Um, I'm going to play it as soon as we hang up um was there anything you wanted to oh, okay. say about it
2: um yeah i mean i i wrote that song while i was dog sitting for a friend of mine and uh i was watching <laughs> i was watching american pickers like on the like yeah there's, like, you know like a marathon of the american pickers show okay. uh-huh. and i don't know why i just got like sucked into it i was like i'm gonna watch all these all these episodes And that the first line came to me while I was watching it's uh, take care of the things that get left behind. Um, Because a lot of the stories on that show were like, you know, this this is, you know, my dad's thing or this is a collection that somebody left to me, you know. Um, And I have been personally involved with, um, not involved, I've been engaged in that sort of thing where someone leaves things behind. Uh-huh. you know, and, and they're gone, but their stuff is there and you sort of struggle with what to do with the, the, the items, you know, and what those, what those items mean. And so it's funny that that show sort of like brought that up for me, but that's what I was thinking about when I was writing it was like, what do I, what do I do with this stuff? You know, and, and then, and how do you, how do you truly take care of it? Do you just throw it all away? Do you, you know, preserve it somehow? Like, what do you do? with these things and that sort of just spiraled out into like all these different things in my mind to take care of as you're going, you know, through your life and, and watching out for things to make sure that you're not, you know, letting your, like in the song I said, I think it's dreams, dreams, uh, something about your heart in the third verse. But yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah. It's a song about, it's a song about being aware and being taken and taking care of things and um, I don't know, moving forward in a lot of ways. Like it's mm-hmm. one of the first one of the first steps of of moving forward with your life is like, what do I do with this stuff? You know, and who am I moving out of this situation? So anyways, yeah, that's my that's my yeah. ramble about that song. So and I recorded it with uh, Clint Kirby, a drummer, my drummer friend, and uh, Britt Robochot. Was engineering over at Cloudland. I guess that's right. Robicho. Rub, Rub- I don't
6: know how you pronounce
3: it. I never know how to pronounce his name. I'm always like Robicho, Robicho, Rubichow. Robicho, <laughs> yeah. a yeah. it's a, <laughs> anyway, it's a great Brit, name as far I've, as I've the won- spelling, you know, but it's hard to say. No, yeah,
6: it's super cool. Yeah. It's
3: like Peter Raringa. I never know how to say Peter's <laughs> name. Peter Raringa?
2: Yeah, Raringa. But yeah, I've wanted to work with Britt for a long time because I just love all the stuff that he's recorded and how creative he is. Um, and so I finally, you know, had just enough money to go in for one day at Cloudland with him. Um, and Clint and I went in, and I played guitars and sang. We did everything live in their their big room there at Cloudland. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we did we did eight songs that day. I mean, we just blasted through some stuff.
3: Oh, cool. Um,
2: and then yeah, and then I I went and put bass. I kept it really simple. It's just like me on guitar singing, and then Clint playing drums. And then Clint had to go to a gig, so he took off. And I just sat there with Grit and just put a couple more guitar parts on it and some bass on each song and just sort of like left them as they were. Like, and yeah, I, I'm happy about it. It's a very, very simple album, sonically, but I kind of like that.
3: Yeah, some of those um, are the best ones, though. I like that too.
2: Yeah, I, I've always wanted to do one like that. And it, it felt really good to sort of. You know just sort of knock it all out and just sort of like once again like with the return thing just like let it be a snapshot and go yep this is this is who we were at this point you know and who i was and this is what i sound like singing and this is the way that i played the song on the guitar and that's it you know and let it change live you know over the course of its life but yeah so anyways all that to say yeah recorded with them so there's there's seven more songs that i need to put out and i i think i might put out like one one or two more singles I don't know, like what we were talking about earlier. Like, there's there's so many songs in the album that I like. I want people to hear specifically. Like, I'm like because I'm really proud of it. Uh-huh. And so I might I might do the single route, you know, for the next couple of months, um, and just put them out. You know, just be like, here you go. Here's another one. Here's another one. Like, yeah. just so they get attention because I love the I love them. And I've always I've always loved my songs. I've never been somebody that like is embarrassed by my songs or like, oh, sorry, this one's a sad song, like. I just I love I love writing and I love each of my songs a whole bunch, so I'm really proud of them all. And so yeah, I've, I'm come to terms with being okay with that and being like, hey, check out this thing that I made.
3: <laughs> yeah, you should be. You should be very proud of them. They're awesome.
2: <laughs> well,
3: thanks. Now I know. So, that- yeah.
2: So yeah. So take care. Yeah. It's gonna. It's it's on Bandcamp. It's gonna come out on Spotify and all that stuff at the end of the month, and then I'll probably put another one out um, at the end of next month or maybe sooner. I don't know. I, I, I don't have any rules, Jeffrey. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you do
3: whatever you want. You could do one single every month for the next seven months.
2: Yeah. Or just do them like one a week, you know? Yeah, for
3: seven weeks in a row. They're like, dude, I'm tired it's of Jacob. Really God, blow man. It
2: yeah. Blow it up for the summer and then be done. Yeah.
3: Now, I think that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, like, I have uh, on, like, I use Apple Music. I don't use Spotify. Um, okay. And so on Apple, when, so like um, Matt Tedder's coming out with an album and Keegan's Uh is coming out with an album and you can, they have their album on Apple, but they've only got, like Keegan only has one song that you can listen to on the album. And then Matt Tedder only had one, but now he's up to three. So I I think that's another way where, where, where you can do it, where you can, you say that the whole album is coming out in August and you can put it there but it's you can see all the titles but you can't play them and then only the one well oh, Bandcamp does the same kind of thing where, where like if you wanted to to release like one song and say pre-save the album the album's coming out in august you know this is the first single off the album or whatever and then you can release it and the album's there but you can't listen to all of it but you can see the the different song titles and stuff so i think that's kind of cool and then i'm always like yeah that's and then usually when whenever the album comes out it'll say a new album's been added to your library and all the songs will be unlocked and you're like oh the album's out now, oh. you know, so well, it's kind of cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how okay. they do it, All right. you know, but I know that like, maybe I need to
2: stop being such a uh, such a Luddite about this and like actually do it the right way, so that you know, because if you're getting a notification on your phone that it's releasing, like that's so much better than me trying to like tell you about it on social media for a week, you know.
3: Hmm. Like, that's, that's pretty cool. And they may even have it set up to where it's like they put it in there and just say what songs they want available when and they'd probably just leave it alone and then it just kind of on this day it just opens up and that song is available and it's like oh hey guys i got a new single that just dropped and then it's open you know
2: oh okay
3: maybe i'm guessing you know but yeah no
2: i'm sure there's a way to do it yeah i just haven't really uh, websites really confuse me (laughs) i hate to be this way but like looking at the website that you use one of them that you use to like release music i just i get in there and I'll just be yelling at my computer because I'm like, where's this button at? Yeah. I don't understand how to do this thing. Yeah, and then can't... sure enough, it's like it's like the answer's like right there at the bottom of the page. You're like, oh, all right, that was pretty easy.
6: <laughs>
3: yeah, after you've had like a half hour meltdown. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. I've been there too. No, yeah. Yep. It's like I'm old, how I'm, I operate. Old, I'm old enough to remember the world before all this stuff, all the computers and the internet and, 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 and that kind of stuff, but I'm still young enough to like, know how to use them and stuff you know but absolutely yeah same but but i'm also old enough to kind of be scared of it too (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like i don't know about that susie was talking about telegraph or something or like you know like these different things like telegraph or vpns or all these you know different things i'm like i don't know man i just i I know Snapchat. I don't even know Snapchat. I know Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's it. You know? Yeah,
2: that's me. That's, that is That is absolutely me. I think I had TikTok for like 24 hours, yeah. and I was like, I ah, I can't handle this. Yeah, like, I've, no, I've this got one, but I don't
3: know nothing about it. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just, and so. Absolutely. All right, man. it's really good talking to you today. What I heck, could talk yeah. to you. I could keep on going, but you probably should keep it.
2: Jeffrey, I could talk to you forever. Yeah, let's hang out sometime. We it.
3: should. We definitely should. It's been yeah. too long.
2: I would love that. Yeah. Um. Um. Are you? This is. I mean, this is not a plug. I just wanted to say, um, if you're free Friday, I'm playing with Holy Moly at the Cicada over there. So. Oh, okay. If you want to come hang out over there? Yeah, that'd be fun.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen a the show there so, yet. I've been there. It's it's great. It's super cool. It looks great. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome inside.
2: Oh, she, yeah. Tyler did such a good job with it. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to play there. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and to do a Holy Moly show. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, they haven't played a show in like three years either. So. That's going to be. I'm I'm super excited. So yeah, if you I'm that happy. night. Come hang
6: out. Let's yeah, play.
3: yeah. I was supposed to go out of town with um like Dustin from the Jerry John Massacre and Susie Ramon. Um, if you know Susie, um, and like a bunch of people, we're, we're all going to Big Bend and stuff this next week. Oh,
6: fun! But yeah, oh, but I, cool.
3: I'm I'm not able to go. It's just some stuff, and I'm not able to go. So they're all going. But she did tell me she's like, well, since you're not going you have to go to the Holy Moly show for me. I remember her telling me that. So you're the well, second you person. Yeah, so maybe I, I think I have to be there Friday. So I think I'm going to do my best. I
2: think you're, con- I think you're, you're convinced now. Yeah. Yeah. All
3: right. I'm glad you brought that up because I kind of forgot about it. She wouldn't have let me, but all right, that's cool. Well, maybe I'll see you Friday then.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That would be fun. I would love to see you on Friday.
3: All right, man. Yeah, and then I should have okay, this show bye. up. It should be up tomorrow morning.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, I can't wait to share it. Thanks for... Thanks for reaching out to me, buddy. Like, I, I I really appreciate that. That means, it means a whole lot to me. Yeah, I man, no, it's no problem at all. So long of not releasing stuff to have, you know, you come around and say, hey, like, let's talk again. I'm like,
6: oh, yeah, I would love to do
3: that. Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> thanks for remembering that I'm here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being there.
2: I'm always here. I never go anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm,
3: Well, good. I don't plan on going anywhere either. Oh, good. good.
2: It's
3: all right, man. Well, you have a good rest of the day, and good luck at your gig tonight. Oh,
2: thanks. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm just gonna go hang out on the patio at Woodshed and play some songs.
3: Awesome. Sounds great. Do the things.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, my friend. We'll see you later. Okay. Sounds good. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. All right.
6: Bye.
1: We'll take care of the things that get left behind. Don't let them fall dust of time Cause the darkness comes without The darkness comes within And it'll try to take everything you've been given And take care of the dreams that grow in your mind Give them water set 'em out in the sunlight because the darkness comes without, the darkness comes within, and it'll try to take everything you've been given, so take care, take care.
4: Which way's up? Which way's down? The place down?